0: This morning is good to come into the presence of the Lord. David writing in Psalms 34 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Uh, They looked unto him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed." This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved them out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him and deliver them. O oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. O oh, fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall want. Not want any good thing. Come ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is he that desire life and loveth many days that he may see good? Keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking gal. Depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous and his ears are open unto their cry. The face of the Lord is against them that do evil to cut off the remembrance of them from the earth. The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth, and deliver them out of all their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and save such as be of a contrite spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered him out of them all. He keepeth all his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil shall slay the wicked, and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. The Lord redeemed the soul of his servant, uh, and none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. Uh, Amen. David says, I will bless the Lord at all times, uh, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth amen so we've come to praise the lord this morning and i pray right where you are this morning that you too will stand up you will lift up your hands and you will begin to magnify the lord you begin to call upon that name that's high and lift it up amen and sing with us this morning amen as we praise god and as we magnify the lord and as we glorify him this morning amen all the things that He's worthy to be praised. Lift your praises to the Lord. Lift your praises to the Lord. Lift them higher and one accord. Lift your praise. Is to the Lord for he alone is worthy to receive all praise and glory lift them higher and one of gold lift your praise to the Lord Lift your praise is to the Lord Lift your praises to the Lord. Lift them higher and one accord. Lift your praises to the Lord, for He alone is worthy to receive all praise and glory. Lift them higher. And one accord, lift your praise to the Lord. Lift your praise to the Lord. Lift your praise to the Lord. Lift them higher, and one accord, lift your praise to the Lord. For he alone is worthy to receive all praise and glory. Lift them higher in one accord. Lift your praises to the Lord. Rise among us, let the glory of the Lord Rise among us, let the praises of the King rise among us. Let it rise, let it rise. Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the praises of the King Arise among us, let it rise, let it rise, ooh, let it rise, I said, ooh, Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the praises of the King rise among us. Let it rise, let it rise. Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the glory of the Lord. Rise among us. Let the praises of the King rise among us. Let it rise. Let it rise. Oh, let it rise. I said, ooh. Uh, Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the praises of the King rise among us. Let it rise, let it rise. Let the glory of the Lord. Rise among us, let the glory of the Lord rise among us. Let the praises of the King rise among us. Let it rise, let it rise. I said, oh, 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 let it rise. Said, oh, let it rise. When the praises go up, the glory comes down. Where sin used to dwell, His grace now abounds. There's healing and hope and love all around. When the praises go up. The glory comes down when the praises go up. The glory comes down where sin used to dwell. His grace now abounds. There's healing and hope and love all around. When the praises go up, the glory comes down. When the praises go up, the glory comes down. Where sin used to dwell, His grace now abounds. There's healing and hope, and love all around. When the praises go up, the glory comes down. When the praises go up, the glory comes down. Where sin used to dwell, His grace now abounds. There's healing and hope. There's love all around. When the praises go up, the glory comes down. One more time, when the praises go up, the pride has come down. Where sin used to dwell, His grace now abounds. There's healing and hope, and there's love all around. When the praises go up. The glory comes down. Could we do that this morning? Could we praise him this morning right where you are? Will you give him thanks for this glorious day that he has given unto you, my friend? Would you call upon that name this morning? Would you call to the name of Jesus? Would you praise him? Offer to him thanksgiving that he let you see this day, that he's opened your eyes, that you have a roof over your head and clothes upon your back and food in your house and finances in your pocket a vehicle to travel in, uh, anything that you can see. Maybe you can just look outside only and you see the furnaments up in the heavens this morning. Maybe you see the cool rain coming down this morning. Maybe you see the green trees or you're able to hear the birds chirping this morning or the squirrels or the rabbits or whatever that is running across the way. Maybe your children, amen, in your house with you this morning. All these things uh, that you can see is a reason to praise God. Hallelujah. We've come to praise Him. Hallelujah. The Bible says, from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. The Lord's name must be praised. Amen. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries out, uh, hallelujah. And I thank God for saving me. Praise God. Looking back over my life, 69 years, uh, amen. I can tell you I've never seen the righteous forsaken. I've never seen his seeds begging bread. Uh, Amen what sometimes uh, when i thought I was poor I was actually rich uh, amen for the things that i had uh, that I'd never gone without food uh, I've never gone without clothes uh, I've never gone without a roof over my head uh, amen even though I was in the infantry sleeping on the hard ground looking up at the stars uh, but God was over me he had my cover uh, because the name of the lord is a strong tower and the righteous can run right into do it uh, and be safe. Uh, If I looked up uh, in the nighttime uh, and I saw the stars or I saw the moon, uh, it reminded me of those Sunday school lessons that I had already heard uh, as a little boy to remind me of the creation uh, of Almighty God. Yes, I might have been living in sin, uh, but friend, I come to tell you, I knew there was a God. Uh, I knew my parents had taught me uh, that there was a God. They had taught the praise about that one God, amen, and I'm here to tell you today, I'm going to praise him while I have a chance, hallelujah, amen, welcome into this place, uh, praise God, he's He's welcome in this temple, this broken vessel, amen, praise God, what a mighty God he is this morning, thank you, Jesus, I praise you, Jesus, uh, hallelujah, Jesus, uh, oh Lord, I praise you, God, Hallelujah, God. Your name we pray. We exalt you, Jesus. How glorious is your wonderful name, oh Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, I praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, again this morning, God. You're worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Welcome into this place. Welcome. And to this broken vessel, you desire to abide in the praises of your people. So we lift our hands as we give our hearts, as we offer up this praise into your name. Welcome into this place, welcome into this broken vessel. You desire to abide in the praises of your people, so we lift our hands As we give our hearts. As we offer up this praise unto your name. Creation declares your glory. And the universe declares your majesty. Yet you choose to abide in the praises of your people. So we lift our hands as we give our hearts, as we offer up this praise unto your name. Welcome. Into this place, welcome. Into this broken vessel, you desire to abide in the praises of your people. So we lift our hands as we give our hearts. As we offer up this praise unto your name, creation declares your glory and the universe declares your majesty. Yet you choose to abide In the praises of your people. So we lift our hands as we give our hearts. As we offer up this praise unto your name. You are awesome in this place, mighty God. You are awesome in this place, Abba, Father. You alone deserve our praise. To you our voice we raise. You are awesome in this place, mighty God. You are awesome in this place, Mighty God, you are awesome in this place. Abba, Father, you alone deserve our praise. To you our voice we raise. You are awesome in this place, mighty God. You are awesome in this place, mighty God. You are awesome in this place, our Father. You alone deserve our praise. To you our voice we raise. You are awesome in this place, Mighty God. God, you're welcome in this place this morning. God, you will welcome in my life this morning. Uh, would you tell him that this morning? Would you allow him? Would you invite him into your heart and into your home this morning? Uh, maybe there might be a little turmoil this morning, uh, but I come to tell you, if you allow him to come in, uh, you will find that he will be a friend that will stick closer than a brother. Uh, you will find that he will be the peace that passes all understanding. Uh, he's able to to heal the broken hearts, uh, to set at liberty them that are bruised this morning. Uh, He's come to help us. He's come to heal us. Uh, He's come to deliver this morning and to set us all free. Amen. I give thanks to him this morning, and I pray that you give thanks to him as well. Again, this morning, yourself, praise God. Praise God, it is so good, amen, to rise each and every day and to be able to call upon the name of the Lord Jesus, Praise God, no other God, no other name like our God, and the things that He does to show us how much He truly loves us and how much He really cares and so I pray that you will enjoy the Lord today. I pray that you will. Fall in love with Jesus like none other, that you would turn your heart over to Him and allow Him to comfort your feeble mind, to strengthen you in every area, amen, in your life, amen, whatever you're going through, every uncertainty, amen. Get to know Him now. Get to know Him before, you know, any trials and any circumstances and anything that may come into your life so that you will have that peace that will pass it all understanding, and lead you and guide you. Paul tells us in Philippians 4 to rejoice evermore. He says, and again, I say rejoice. Let your moderations be known to all men that the Lord is at hand, to be careful for nothing but in everything with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God, and the peace of God which passeth all understanding will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. We need to take it to the Lord. We need to call upon that name. We need to talk about his wonderful name continuously. Amen. Because there is real peace in that name. (laughs) Amen. No name higher than the name of Jesus Christ. Praise God. If you have your Bibles this morning in your homes, I pray. Amen. I'm going to second Corinthians, the 11th chapter. Second Corinthians 11, chapter in the New Testament, verse 22 through verse 28. Second Corinthians, chapter 11, verse 22 through verse 28. Paul, right into the church here, says, Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool, I am more. And labors more abundant, and stripes above measure, and prisons more frequent, and deaths often. Of the Jews, five times received I forty stripes, save one. Thrice was I beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Thrice I suffered shipwreck. A night and a day I have been in the deep. And journeyings often in perils of waters. And perils of robbers. And perils by mine own countrymen. And perils by the heathen and perils in the city and perils in the wilderness and perils in the sea and perils among false brethren and weariness and painfulness and watching often and hunger and thirst and fasting often and cold and nakedness. Beside those things that are without, that which cometh upon me daily, the care of all the churches. And I would like to minister to you for a while from this thought this day, who took my strike? Who took my strike? Father, I honor you again today. For your word, I pray, God, that you would give me wisdom and knowledge and understanding and guidance and directions for your people today. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet heavenly dove, we're asking you to guide us and to direct us, O God, and to lead us into all truth and in every way. That when we leave today, we will know that we have been in your presence and would be encouraged and strengthened by the blood and power Of Jesus Christ. Amen. In Jesus' name, praise God. The Corinthian church, uh, what some writers say, was Paul's troubled church. It was like they, for some reason, did not seem to grasp it. And so Paul seems to caution this church numerous times throughout over and over again and to Oh, to bring them into an understanding, Paul reached back and he began to share some of his life history and some of his story, amen, and how he came unto the knowledge of God. And he began to share with them some of the things that he went through that most people and their lives would have probably given up or walked away or in most cases may have even been killed by some of the things he went through. And what a life to look at, of Paul, and to green our faith and to strengthen our faith Stop. Uh. When we look at this passage of the things that Paul went through, Paul began to share with us all the dangers uh, that he faced in his life. He began to share with you and I some of the things that happened in his life. The numerous times he was beaten, the numerous times he was placed in jail, the numerous times he was stoned. The things that Paul went through, he says at the end, besides those things that are without, that which came upon him daily for the church. Uh, He was caring for the church, uh, and by caring for the church, uh, he found himself going to so many things. in his life, uh, this apostle Paul, Amen. From the time of his conversion in Acts chapter nine, uh, it was as though he put a bounty on his chest, uh, as though he had put a bounty on his head. Uh, it may be when you went through certain cities uh, and through certain places, uh, maybe there was a picture of Paul on the wall. Who won it, uh, Amen? For spreading false doctrine uh, and. Paul's truth Uh, from the time, amen, he became a Christian, uh, this bounty was placed uh, upon his head. Uh, And not only Paul, but you and I, uh, from the time uh, that we become born-again believers, uh, there is a bounty placed on our head uh, by Satan uh, to come uh, to kill, to to steal and to destroy. It is his desire is to take us out. Jesus told Peter in Luke 22, verse 31 and 32, he says, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan has desired to have you, that he may sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you, that your faith Fail not, uh, and when thou art converted, uh, strengthen the brethren. He told Timothy. Uh, Paul would write to Timothy and 2 Timothy 3 and verse 12. He would say, Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. You see, it was if Paul and you and I had become turncoats to his people, which the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes saw all Jesus' apostles, all Jesus' disciples, and all Jesus' Uh, followers as enemies uh, of the established ruling body. And as a result, they saw them as a member of a cultish sect. Uh, and they went about uh, to the, the, the get rid of them and to root them out of the earth. But what they failed to realize was that these apostles and these disciples and the followers of jesus amen was not their enemies but a deliverer of the good news the way which they call heresy was the way for them to worship the God their Father. You see, they had been given the truth of the matter. These disciples, these apostles, these followers of Jesus had the answer of life's problems. They had been given the keys to the kingdom of Almighty God. They had the key to a better life. They were endowed with eternal life and hope for everyone, for the present and for the future. They had what it takes to take one from a life of turmoil unto a life of peace. They had what it take to take one from death to life. They had what it take to bring one out of darkness to the marvelous light. They had what would cause a family to be a family. They had what true love was all about, and they desired to share it with one another. They had the keys to the kingdom of of God, but because the religious leaders was ignorant of the time to know what Israel ought to do, Peter says, you have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain, whom God have raised up, having loosened the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be holding of it. Be it known unto you, Peter says, in Acts 4, he said, and all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him, that this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone verse 11, which was set at naught of you builders, which become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given unto men whereby we must be saved. They had been given that which the angels desired to look into. They had been found, the one that Moses and the prophets had written about, Jesus Christ, the Lord, thy God, Moses said in Deuteronomy 18.15, thy God will raise up unto thee a prophet from midst of thee, of thy brethren, like unto me unto him you shall hearken amen I will raise them up and as a prophet from among their brethren like unto these will I put my word in their mouth and he shall speak unto them that which I command praise God hallelujah so they saw them as the enemies of the established ruling And they went about to do everything to annihilate. They saw them as termites. And they needed to be exterminated from off the earth. But what they failed to realize, like today, people are saying the church is evil and the church is mean. No, friend, the church is not evil. The church is not mean. The church has the answer to life's issues, to life's problems, to what you're facing in your life. The true church has the answer for your life to bring you out of darkness unto the marvelous light. Stephen would write and preach and teach in Acts 7, Stephen in verse 51 through sixty, Stephen says to them, you. You stiff neck and uncircumcised in heart. Do ye do also resist the Holy Ghost as your fathers did, so do you, which are the prophets, have your father persecuted and not persecuted, and they have slain them, which showed before of the coming of the just one, of whom you have been now the betrayer and murderers, who have received the law by the dispensation of angels and have not kept it when they heard these things they were cut to the heart and they gnashed on him with their teeth but he being full of the Holy Ghost looked up steadfast into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God and said behold I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears and ran upon him with one accord and cast him out of the city and stoned him. And the witnesses laid down their clothes at a young man's feet whose name was Saul. And they stoned Stephen calling upon God and said, Lord Jesus, receive my Spirit And he knelt down and cried with a loud voice, "Lord, lay not this sin to their charge, And when he had said this, he fell asleep. He had just delivered to them one of the greatest salvation messages that one could ever receive, but they rejected him. Stephen says, you're a bunch of stiff necks and uncircumcised in heart and ears to believe. He says, you're always rejecting and resisting the Holy Ghost. They had the answer. They had The Holy Ghost with them. Their joy was to deliver it the good news to the people. That's what they was about. They had been commissioned by Jesus Christ to go into all the world and to preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name they shall cast out devils they shall speak with new tongues they shall drink any deadly thing it shall not hurt them and they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover praise God they had the answer and they laid their coats at the feet of one Saul which we know to be the Apostle Paul. and The Bible says in Acts 8, 1-3, in Saul, Paul was consenting unto his death. And at that time there was a great persecution against the church, which was at Jerusalem. And they were all scattered abroad throughout the region of Judea and Samaria except the Apostles. And devout men carried Stephen to his bearer and made great lamentations over him. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church, entered into every house, and hell and men and women committed them to prison. So see, the persecution was against the church but God, I like it, but God who is rich and mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead, and our trespasses and sins have quickened us together with Christ, by grace are you saved but God, when the church has been persecuted God is going to step in he will let you go through some things, but he's not going to let you be destroyed. He will step in. As one songwriter said, he's an on-time God. Yes, he is. He may not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. He's an on-time God. Yes, he is. You can ask the children of Israel, Trap at the Red Sea by that mean old Pharaoh and his armies. They had water to their front and Pharaoh at their back. But out of nowhere God stepped in and made a highway just like that. He's an all-time God. Yes, he is. And Saul was breathing out threateners, yet breathing out threateners and slaughter against disciples of the Lord went into the high priest in Acts 9, one and desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogue, that if he found any in this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near to Damascus, and suddenly there shone round about him a light from heaven, and he fell to the earth. And heard a voice saying unto him, Soul, soul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecuted. It is hard for thee to kick against the bricks. And he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said to him, Arise and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. From that moment, Paul did not realize, but he now had a bullseye on his chest. He had a bounty on his head. This miraculous encounter with Jesus Christ brought about a change in his life, and the same miraculous encounter that you and I have had with Jesus Christ has thrust us into the heat of the battle. We may not have enlisted, but we was trapped. We was called out of darkness unto the marvelous light. And Paul would never be the same again, but would become the apostle of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles and would find himself suffering for whom he had persecuted. As he told Timothy, according first Timothy one eleven through thirteen, according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which was committed to my trust, and I thank Jesus Christ our Lord. Who have enabled me? For that He have counted me faithful, put in me. And the ministry who was before a blasphemer, a persecutor, an injurious, but I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly and unbelief. As I said in the first hour this morning, amen, the ignorance is not an extenuation, a mitigation of sins, amen, it's not an excuse, amen, to, but it is an aggravate of sin, in other words, Ignorance just make your sin worse. It doesn't help your sins. It makes it worse, especially when you have knowledge of the truth. Paul had just heard Stephen preach the greatest message, but it did not prosper him because he did not mix it with his faith. The Bible, as I said earlier, is the only book that is given to you and I for transformation. The Word of God is designed to transform us. When Paul encountered Jesus, the living Word, amen, changed his life forever. It brought about a change. It was not. Paul is not saying my ignorance, amen, that I did was my reason to keep sinning. No, it made it worse. And yours too. You complete ignorant and says I did not know. That's not going to be a good enough excuse. You know if you've got a Bible in your house, if you've ever heard the message of Jesus Christ. If you've ever heard the name mention Jesus Christ, you do not have an excuse to be ignorant. If you've ever looked up into the heavens, the Bible says, the heavens declare the glory of the Lord and the firmament show forth his handiworks. Day unto day, they utter speech and night unto night, they show forth knowledge. There's no speech nor language that their voices is not heard. Their lines are gone into the ends of the earth and their words into the ends of the world. And in them have he set a tabernacle for the Son whose going forth is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber and rejoiceth as a strong man to run a race. His going forth is into the ends of the heavens and the circuit unto the ends thereof and there's nothing hidden from the heat of it the law of the Lord is perfect converting the soul the testimonies of the Lord are sure, making wise the simple, the statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing in the heart, the commandments of the Lord are pure and light in the eye, the fear of the Lord is clean and doing forever and the judgments of the Lord are true and they're righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold. Yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter also than the honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them are your servants worn and in keeping of them is great reward. Who can understand his error? keep back thy servant from presumptuous sin. Let not presumptuous sin have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright and shall not be delivered from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Psalms chapter 19. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's not an excuse to sin. Especially when you got a Bible. You got it and you have an opening, let me encourage you. Praise God. But Paul would become hated. He would become totally hated by his fellow Pharisees and Sadducees and stribes for spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, and they would go about to eradicate him and get him off of the earth. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 11. Are they Hebrews? He says, so am I. Are they Israelites? He says, so am I. Are they seeds of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more. And labor more abundantly. And stripes more above measure. And prison more frequent. And death often. Of the Jews... Five times I've received 40 stripes, save one. Thrice was I beaten with rods. Paul says, five times received thy 40 stripes, save one. You see, under the law, in Deuteronomy chapter 25, verse 1 through 3, this is what the Word of God says. If there be a controversy between men, and they come unto judgment, that the judges may judge them, then they shall justify the righteous and condemn the wicked. And it shall be, if the wicked man be worthy to be beaten, that the judge shall cause him to lie down and to be beaten before his face according to his faults by a certain number. Forty stripes he may be given him, and not exceed less, if he should exceed and beat him above these with many stripes, then thy brother should seem vile unto thee. But Paul says, five times received thy forty stripes, save one. So who took the other stripes? Isaiah says in 53, 4 and 5, Surely he hath borne our grief and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him, stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted, but he was wounded from our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. Jesus took the stripes for my sins. Jesus took a stripe for my unrighteousness. Jesus took a stripe for my lion. Jesus took a stripe for my ignorance. Jesus took a scrape for my wickedness and evil and my wrongdoing. And not only that, but Jesus took a scrape for my healing, for my pain, for my sickness, for my proof so that I could live. Isaiah goes on, oh, we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid upon him the iniquities of a He was oppressed. He was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before shears is dumb. So he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the Transgression of my people was he stricken, and he made his grave with the wicked, and with the rich in his death, because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him; he hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed; he shall prolong his days and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hands. He shall see the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied by the knowledge shall the righteous servants justify many and he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore would I divide with him a portion with the great and he shall divide the spoil with the strong because he has poured out his soul unto death and he was numbered with the transgressors and he bared the sins of many and made intercession for the transgression. Do you know why Paul says none of this moved me? Because Jesus stepped in. Because God is an on time God. You can ask Daniel and the lion's den. You can ask the children of Israel. You can ask Joshua. You can ask David. He's an on time God. Oh, what a Savior. Oh, hallelujah. His heart was broken on Calvary. His hands was nail scarred. His side was riven. He gave his life blood for such a sinner like me. Oh, what a Savior. Who took that strike for me? paul says in this corinthians second corinthians five twenty one for he have made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God. He took it. He became sin for us. He was made a curse for us. The Bible says in Galatians 3, 13 and 14, Christ have redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us for it's written cursed as everyone that hangeth on a tree that the blessings of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ that we might receive the promise of the spirit through faith he became a curse he became a sin watch this he even tasted death for us Matthew 26 37 through 39 and he took with him Peter and the two disciples Zebedee and began to be sorrow, very heavy. Then said he unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrow, even unto death. Tarry ye here. And watch with me. And he went a little further and he fell on his face and prayed, says, Oh my father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but thy will be done. The writer of Hebrews chapter two verse nine says, But we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death. Death, crowned it with glory and honor that he might, the grace of God should taste the death for every man. He tasted death. Jesus says, Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass for me. He had tasted it. It was bitter. This bitter cup. What was in that cup? Rejection was in that cup. Sorrow was in that cup. (sighs) Rejection. Amen. All kinds of things, but none like death. When you ever taste it, death, you realize that you never want to go through it. That's why death is such hard on people because it's bitter. It is cold. Death is hard to be accepted. We realize just how bitter it it truly is. It is unpleasant. It is unkind. And Jesus tasted it. And when he tasted it, he realized that he didn't really want to go through it. And so he paid. He prayed, Father, if it be your will, let this cup nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. Peter says, for Christ also has once suffered for the sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God. Then put the death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. He took stripes and your stripes and my stripes for our healing. From healing from troubled minds. Healing from heartbrokenness. Healing from suicidal thought. Healing from despair. Healing from unhappiness. Healing from weariness and abusive words. Healing from depression. Healing from self-condemnation. Healing from fear. Healing from feelings, hopeless anxiety, pain, and evil spirits who took my stripe, Jesus, He took a stripe that I might have eternal salvation. He took a stripe that I can endure trials and troubles when they come into my life. He took a stripe so that I could be restored with hope. He took a stripe to free me from ignorance. He took a stripe. That I could have peace, that passive, all understanding. He took a stripe that I could have life more abundantly. He took a stripe so I could walk right, talk right, live right, love right. He took a stripe for the apostle Paul, did so that he could preach the gospel to the whole world of Asia Minor. He took a stripe that Paul could write the epistles and give you and I understanding. He took a stripe so that he could understand and instruct us in holiness and godly living. He took a stripe for the apostle Paul that he could lay the groundwork for salvation. For Paul says, But I reckon that the suffering of this present time and life could not be compared to the glory It should be revealed in us. Every born-again believer, mouth should be full of praise because Jesus took a scribe for you. The songwriter said, oh, what a Savior. Oh, hallelujah. His heart was broken on Calvary. His hands was nail scarred. His side was riven. He gave his back in life for you and for me. If he had not done it, there would be no hope for you and me. He was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities, and the chastisement of my peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. If you ever wondered who took a scribe for you, it was the Lord Jesus Christ. As the songwriter said, oh, what a saint Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. He was wounded. All transgressions. He was bruised. For our iniquities, surely he bore all oh, my soul and by his stripes we are healed. Right where you are this morning, why don't you lift your hand and say, he was wounded. For our transgressions he was bruised for our iniquities. Surely he bore all our sorrow and by His stripes we are healed. Make it personal. He was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities. Surely he bore All my sorrows and by his stripes I am healed. Sing it again. He was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised. For my iniquities, surely He bore all my sorrows, and by His stripes I am healed. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you for taking those stripes for me. I'm thankful, God, that you took a stripe for me today. I'm thankful, God, that you delivered me. From all my iniquities and all my sins, oh God, I'm thankful, Lord, that when I was a sinner, you died for me, oh God. I'm thankful, Lord, that I have an opportunity to know now, God, that I have joy because you have taken a stripe for me. I am thankful, God, that I can lift my voice in praise because you took stripes for me. I'm thankful, Lord, God, that I can live today in peace and joy and happiness because you took a stripe for me, oh, God. I'm thankful, Lord, that I'm free from pain because you took a stripe for me. No matter what I go through in my life, God, you've already covered me. You've already did it. You drank from that bitter cup. You took that cup, You drank it, oh, God, and I look for that day that I can drink it with you in our Father's house. Oh, God, I thank you today. Oh, I am so thankful, Lord. I am so thankful for the things that you've done for me. I'm thankful, Lord God, that you took upon you, oh, God, the things that set me free, that will make me free. I am thankful, God, for your great love. Thy love and kindness, O oh God, is better than life. Uh, and my lips shall praise thee while I live, O oh God. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. Surely he's bore. All our sorrow, and by his stripes we are healed. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much, Lord, for your goodness to us. Thank you, Lord God, that no matter what we face in life, God, no matter what we go through, We've got calm assurance, oh God, that you've already gone before us to make the way straight. And I thank you, Lord, for your people. I pray that you would continue to bless each and every one of them that's under the sound of my voice, that they would know just how much you love them. God, let Calvary speak to their hearts each and every day. Let them always remember that old rugged cross. Let them never forget, God, what you have done for us. And we will give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' precious name. Amen. So until further notice, we will continue to be doing our services online. Amen. Continue to pray for each and every one. Keep yourself encouraged in the Lord. Amen. And keep yourself lifted up because God is good. Life is good because God is. Amen. Don't forget this Wednesday night, our Bible study, we're talking about a living sacrifice. Please join with us. Amen. Have your Bibles ready, your paper and pencil. We're talking about a living sacrifice. Amen. And so we want to continue that journey as well. Amen. God bless you. We love you so very much. and You have a wonderful, wonderful day in Jesus' name.